Hey, Bay Chapel, just want to say thank you so much for joining us. I don't know where you're at this morning. Maybe uh, you're in your home or you're watching this later, uh, somewhere from your phone or in your house, your computer. I just want to say thank you for joining us online. These are some of the most unusual times, but we're going to make the most of the opportunity. And I'm excited this morning to dive into God's word because I know he wants to speak to us. He wants to change us. He wants to challenge us. And so if you got your Bible close, if you got your phone close, we're, we're going to dive in together. But before I do, I want to extend a huge thank you to Pastor Craig Altman and Pastor Matt Roden at Grace Family Church. They uh, reached out and offered their facility to us this weekend. And so I just want to say thank you so much for their generosity. And it's in times like these that we see the, the Big C Church working together more than ever and so a huge thank you to Grace family. Hey, I know that so many people right now are in difficult seasons and situations. We're all in this together. Uh, I think this is bigger than any of us anticipated or expected, but we're gonna do our best to keep leaning in. And I believe this is that God's gonna use this time for good. Bay Chapel, I wanna say thank you so much for being generous, for continuing to give for continuing to lean into relationships, for calling and texting, to reaching out to people and, and caring for one another. That's what being the church is all about. I, I don't know about you, but this, this season and this week, even just this week, I, I feel like the best way to describe uh, just kind of what it's been like for me, it feels like a roller coaster. It feels like a roller coaster for all of us. You know, uh, we, we're getting announcements every single day and new news and, and things going on that we didn't anticipate or expect. And it's impacting all of our lives where, you know, our, our, our jobs are being impacted, our family, where we, we go to, even our spring breaks we've been on this week has been impacted. Our clubhouse is closing, our gym's closing, man, restaurants are closing so much. And it's like we, I guess the best way to illustrate it is kind of like driving into a new neighborhood that you've never been in before and you didn't realize that there was a speed bump ahead because you didn't see the sign only to feel like your engine was hitting the ground, you know, like your car was being busted up because you didn't see the speed bump ahead. And I feel like that's what it's been like for us. It kind of reminds me of a time, it was right after high school that we had a group from our church, a group of guys that decided one weekend that we were going to head up to Tennessee and go whitewater rafting on the Okoe River. We didn't realize it, but that summer they had received an incredible amount of rain. And so we, we were excited, but we had no idea what we were getting into. I also invited a good buddy of mine from high school. He was a lineman on the football team. He was a real big fella. We went up there excited for a great weekend and went through all the training, got on the river. And from the get-go, we could tell that this was gonna be an unusual trip. We were going faster then you were supposed to go down the Okoe River. I knew that it was going to be a difficult day and a dangerous day when I looked back at our, our, our travel guide who was on the back of our raft trying to paddle. And, and, and when I looked back, the guy was as white as a ghost. I, I mean, I, I, I look back and I realized, man, we are in trouble today. The, the, the rapids were raging. The water was higher than it should be. And I realized that the part of the reason we were in trouble is that along the river, the guy knew to look out for rocks that were in the river. He knew how to see the danger ahead and, and tell us to paddle to the right or paddle to the left. But that day, he couldn't see the rocks. He, he couldn't see what was ahead. 
And we were going faster and going into places. I remember at one point we hit a rock so hard that my 300 pound lineman buddy on the back of that raft shot off that thing like a ping pong ball, man. I'm telling you, we, we moved over to the side and we looked out as, as my buddy sat like, like a stranded whale on the beach in the middle of the Okoe River. I thought, dear Lord, I've invited my buddy on a church trip and he is going to die on the Okoe River. Fortunately, we were able to bring him back in and we couldn't get to the bottom quick enough. We made it safely to the end. But as I think about that trip, I, I think that that's kind of like the season we're in right now. We, we can't see the rocks right now. We don't really know what all the dangers are ahead. And we're just taking it one day at a time. But here's what we're doing. We're trusting that the guide we have on the boat is the one who's going to lead us through every storm, through every difficulty, through every challenge. He is good and God is faithful. Why does somebody in your house or in your car say amen? I mean, we serve a faithful and a good God. Today, I want to just spend a few minutes talking about the idea of what to do when we're under pressure. What to do when we're under pressure. If there's anybody in the Bible that understood what it was like to be under pressure, it was the Apostle Paul. He was shipwrecked. He was beaten. He was snake bitten. He endured some of the most uh, dangerous things in all the world, yet he lived to talk about it and share how God brought him through every season and situation. Look with me. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 1, as Paul says this in verse 8, he says, We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about the troubles we experienced in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure so that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death. Check it out. This, this guy was experiencing more than a bad day. He says, my difficulties were so bad, it felt like I was going to die. He, he went through some tough stuff and he goes on and says this, but this happened. And I want to focus right here. Maybe underline this in your Bible, highlight it in the Bible app. Notice what he says. He finds the positive in the difficult situation of his life. He says, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves but on God. We're going through what we're going through right now and I can't explain it or I can't give you all the reasoning for it, but regardless of the storm in our life, we're going through it and we're reminding ourselves it's not about our strength, it's about relying on God. He says this, we rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us again. And I love this last part, verse 10. It says, on him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. I think there's three powerful truths in this passage that I, that I want to remind us of. And I think we know about them, but in times where there is great pressure, sometimes our, our world feels like it's falling apart. We need to remind ourselves that God is with us. I, I think a key thought if you want to write this down, I think it's so true is that in every struggle, we got to remember that if we're going to go through it, we got to grow through it. If we're going to go through it, we got to grow through it. There, there's something that I can learn in this situation, in this season, that I might not be able to learn any other way. If I'm going to go through it, God, help me to grow through it. Help me to get better. Strengthen me even in the middle of my pressure. Number one is this. 
let's rely on God. Let's rely on God. You know, as I was taking a jog this week, I, I, one morning I was just having some time in prayer and thinking about what you're going through. I was thinking about every business owner. I was thinking about every mom and dad that's navigating the challenges of what new work situations are going to be like, what homeschooling kids is going to be like, what, what the unknown and unexpected things of, of the days and weeks ahead are going to be like. And I think there's great pressure in it. And I think sometimes our world can be so filled with anxiety and, and panic when we don't know what's ahead. Here, here's the truth. I, I don't know what the future holds, but what brings me peace is I know who holds the future. I can trust in a great God. I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. And my life is in his hand. I can count on God and I can rely on God. And I think this is a season we need to remember that God is in control, that he's with us. I think oftentimes we don't realize that God is all we need until he's all that we have. I, I, I think it's difficult because if we're being honest, we're self-sufficient. We have resources, we have cars, we have, we have people, relationships, and some of that feels like it's out of control right now. And I think it's a season where we realize, God, if you're all I uh, all I have, you're all I need. I'm going to count on you. I'm going to lean in you. I'm going to rely on you. Paul says this in 2 Corinthians 1. He says, this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God. Can I tell you right where you're at? That this isn't an opportunity to try to figure everything out. This is an opportunity to try to make sense. And you know what? I'm not even going to do that. What I am going to do is say this, this is an opportunity to lean into the Lord, to rely on God, to trust that he is good. Whatever it is you're dealing with, anxiety, struggle, relationships, some people, maybe you're watching right now and you're dealing with addiction in your life. Lean into God, ask him for help, ask him for his strength in your life. Paul says this, he goes on in the same book, in the same letter. Chapter 12, he says this in verse 9, he says, I'm glad to be a living demonstration of Christ's power instead of showing off my own power and abilities since I know it is all for Christ's good. I am quite happy about insults and hardships, persecutions and difficulties, the coronavirus. And he doesn't say the coronavirus, but you know what I'm saying. He says, no matter what I'm going through, it's all for Christ's good. For when I am weak, then I'm strong. When I'm weak, then I'm strong. The less I have, the more I depend on him. You, you know what Paul had the ability to do? Paul knew how to keep his problems in perspective. He knew how to keep his problems in perspective. I know the struggle for Wes Morris is I don't do a good job with that. I get overwhelmed real quick. I let things that shouldn't be big become way too big in my life. I think a good way to illustrate it, and I shared this with you not too long ago in 2019, church, but it's such a powerful illustration. You, you know, a penny is such a small thing. It's such a small thing. And, and you know, when you compare a penny to the size of the sun, it makes it feel that much smaller. A penny represents all the, all the obstacles in our life, situations, struggles, anxiety, worries, you know, from a distance, a penny can look real small, but, but the closer I get it, it starts to feel bigger and bigger. You know, I can get a penny so close to my eye that it can completely drown out the light of the sun. 
And the sun represents the hope, the light, the truth that God wants to shine into every situation. I don't know what all your problems and all your situations are, but, but if I let them get too close, they start to get real big. You know what I need to do? I need to keep my problems in perspective. When I view a penny in light of how big God is and how good he is, I start to realize that my problems are small. Can I tell you, it wasn't a penny for me this week. You know what it was for me this week? It was, it was my phone. I confess to Jen, I don't know how you've been, but I've been watching way too much news. Anybody else, you just go ahead and confess right there on the other side of the camera. You've been watching way too much news. I found myself waking up this week wondering, what did they say last night? What, did I, what do I need to learn about between midnight and 7 a.m.? And I found myself through the day way too much on social media. And here's what I've done this week. I reached a place where I realized I've let my problems get too close. I've let what the world is saying get too close. Can I just encourage you? Let's keep our problems in perspective. Let's not rely on the things of this life. Let's rely on how good he is, how great he is, how significant he is. That's what David talked about in Psalm 23. When he says this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. David understood this. His strength wasn't in himself. It was relying on God. It was going through whatever he was going through with God. Number one, rely on God. And the second thought is this. Remember his faithfulness in the past. Paul says this. He says, he has delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us again. You know what Paul was saying? I've been here before. I've been here before. And God was good in my past. And I know this, God will be good in my future. Why don't you just declare that today? God has been faithful in my past and he's gonna be faithful in my future. Look back and see, you know what? There are times and moments and maybe you didn't even know about them, that God brought you through things that you never thought you were gonna make it through. God is a faithful God. He's a good God. It, it reminds me of, of, of Daniel's faithfulness as he was in that lion's den and how he trusted God to be with him. Joseph, as he was in prison, I think about, Moses and the children of Israel as they walked across the Red Sea and experienced God's faithfulness. I can look back at men and heroes of the faith in the Bible and see that God was faithful. I can look back at my own life and see difficult times and seasons that God has brought me through. You could do the same thing. Look back and see God's faithfulness and know that he's gonna bring us through every storm. David says this in Psalm 34, he says, join me in spreading the news together. Let's get the word out. God met me more than halfway. He freed me from my anxious fears. When I was desperate, I called out and God got me out of a tight spot. There's people right now, you're in, you're in a tight spot. You're going to bed at night and there's panic in your heart. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen to my kids? What's gonna happen to my job? Can I tell you this? God's gonna meet you more than halfway. You go run into God, 
he'll come running to you. Let me speak faith into your heart today. If you go running after God, he'll come running after you. He's as close as the mention of his name. He loves you with an everlasting love. He's been faithful in your past and he'll be faithful in your future. Can I encourage you? Stay faithful to God. Wake up every morning, put your feet on the ground and lean in and say, God, I'm gonna trust you today. I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. And when pressure is high, I can know that you are faithful and that you are good. And number three is this, rest in God's promises. Because when I'm under pressure, I can rest in the shadow of God's wings. Psalm 91, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide, shall live in the shadow of Almighty God, where there's refuge, where there's safety, where there's protection. I've got to put my hope and I got to put my faith in who he is and what he says about me. I I love what A.W. Tozer says. He says this, what comes to your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. What comes to your mind when you think about God, that's the most important thing about you. Can I just encourage you right now in a season of pressure and anxiety to remember how great he is, and how good he is, and find rest in that, find peace in that. Paul says this, verse 10, on him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. Bay Chapel, he will continue to deliver us. He will continue to see us through. He will be faithful. The school will open again. We will meet in person again at some point. I don't know the date, but I know we will. I know that God is good. I know that God is faithful. And I'm gonna keep my hope, not in my ability, not in my strength, but in who he is and what he says. David says this in Psalm 62, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. I will not be shaken. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times. Pour out your hearts to him for God is our refuge. He's our refuge and ever present help in trouble. Why don't you just, wherever you're at right now, take a second, would you just maybe bow your head, bow your heart, and let's just open ourselves up to him. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, God, that you're an ever-present help in time of trouble, that you hear us when we call, that, God, you are close to the brokenhearted and you save those who are crushed in spirit. That God, in a season of pressure, I pray right now for every person watching that you would replace pressure with peace. Holy Spirit, fill every home, fill every car. Most importantly, fill every heart and fill every mind. I pray, God, peace that passes all understanding would guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Maybe you're here right now and you say, if you're watching, you say, I'm away from Jesus, but I wanna know if today were my last day on this earth, that heaven is my home and my future is forever with him. 
Would you just right there where you're at say a simple prayer like this? It says, Jesus, I invite you in to be my Lord, to be my Savior. Forgive me. Make me brand new. From this day, God, I'm going to follow you and serve you all the days of my life. God, I pray right now for our church family especially, for every person that calls Bay Chapel home, that God, you'd fill their hearts and their minds and their home with peace. God, give us wisdom about the decisions and next steps we're making. Give us a heart of generosity to lean out and love somebody else who's hurting and going through a difficult season. Father, we thank you that no matter where we go and what we do, you're with us, that you love us, and that you're going to see us through. And God, we thank you for your word. We ask it now in Jesus' name. Amen.